Thanks for tuning in to War Cry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Hey, everybody. Welcome to War Cry Radio. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. Listen, I know you guys are probably so tired of hearing me say we have yet again another awesome and amazing business spotlight episode but what can i say it is the absolute truth no cap meet it this is going to be an awesome and amazing informative uh show today we have del trees hart anderson on the show today del trees i just want to shout out say hello how are you doing today i'm well karina i'm excited to be here and it's a blessing just to be well and healthy during this time that we're going through right now. Amen. Amen. We all know that at the present time, uh, COVID-19 is running rampant, not just through individual regions, not just through the United States, but it is a worldwide, uh, uh, it is a pandemic. It is covering the globe. It is moving quickly and swiftly. And if you, if you watch the news, which, you know, listen, guys, I encourage you Do not watch the news all day, every day. Take about 20 minutes just to get abreast of what's going on out there. But don't sit in front of the news. Don't sit in front of, 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 you know, the, the, the news stations that have the ticker tapes going at the bottom. Listen, I was, um, in, 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 during 9-11, I watched CNN day and night. I literally put a mattress in my living room and, and a blanket and just laid in front of the news and I became extremely depressed so i refuse to do that during this catastrophe because i have hope i have faith i believe that we will make it through we're praying for those that have lost loved ones and for those that have lost income and and different things like that but today's episode i do believe is going to be extremely helpful and informative for business owners small business owners deltrice is here She's just going to drop what I believe some really true gems and jewels that we need to that we need to really know. So Deltrice, tell us who you are, a little bit about yourself and your business that you own and operate. Okay, so I am Deltrice Hart Anderson. I am from South Carolina and my company is D Hart Accounting. So basically, I try to keep the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. I love it. I love it. You try to keep the IRS out of our wallets and pocketbooks. I love it. I absolutely love that. <laughs> it is so necessary. So Del Trees, tell us a little known fun fact about yourself. Oh, so I love the NBA. So you can imagine the National Basketball Association. I love watching. I love attending games when I can. So um, from people would never probably guess that, but I am hurting right now because, of course, there's no basketball to watch. But that is my guilty pleasure, especially during tax season. 
I bet. Oh my goodness. I know a lot of folks are uh, hurting because of that. I know my mom is an avid MBA um, uh, fan. And so she's, she's hurting, you know, as soon as they, this really started happening, the major baseball, baseball league association, NBA, what is it? M- major uh, baseball league. league. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And so she's, you know, she's hurting from that. So I fully understand uh, how you feel about that. And then of course the NFL and things of that nature, this, this COVID-19 is really affecting so many, so many, in so many different ways. So Deltrice, you, you've told us that you, you own an accounting firm. And so what's, what got you started? in that business why are you in in business what inspired you to start this business and do you really feel the same today especially now is that when you first started this business oh my gosh yeah absolutely so um i started out i'm an accountant by trade so i have a, a bachelor's and a master's in accounting um and i was in corporate america for a little over 10 years so i was in the finance and accounting departments of a lot of Um, Fortune 500 companies. All the while, I was at H&R Block part-time throughout my whole corporate experience. I was at H&R Block part-time. I was a tax preparer during tax season, and then after tax season, I would teach for H&R Block. So I just really enjoyed the tax part of it. And every year, someone would ask me, oh, can you do my books? Can you do my books? Well, Corporate America was really stressful for me. We had um, a lot of budget seasons. Um, so I, I did, I worked a lot of hours during um, my time in corporate America. So I, I was really excited about doing something different. <laughs> so um, I ended up um, just starting my tax practice part-time and it actually started off as a bookkeeping practice. Um, and then I had one of my longtime clients from H&R Block come to me one day, and or I should say several years, because he would ask me a lot, hey, why don't you just let me um, buy a practice, let me go get a building and put <laughs> business. And I was just like, no, and, and I appreciated it, but I thought to myself, well, if he keeps asking me every year, you know, maybe it's something to it. Let me uh-huh. try do this on my own. Absolutely. I love it. And I laugh because there's always little signs here and there that maybe we need to be doing more, but it just seems so far-fetched. And I just love the fact that this person, as you said, was coming time and time, you know, year after year, but then ultimately you did end up doing it on your own. And now, you know, I, I mean, just, and just hearing you talk and, and connecting with you as you, you guys may not know this, the listening audience, but for the most part, I don't talk to the guests before we actually do the show. So we didn't talk like days before or weeks before. We're not best good friends, you know, in that sense. So what I feel from you is a genuine um, love and desire to help people. I feel that authenticity, that integrity there. So that is amazing so it's yes you were supposed to be doing this and i love it (laughs) i love it (laughs) thank you so much for your service because i really believe you know being in the tax business my mom has been in the tax business for 17 years and 
you know, she's she's a, a professional tax a professional tax person, mm-hmm. and you know, she's not an accountant, but she's gone to school and done all of that stuff. But you know, she has a love for it that just blows my mind. Me, you ask the best I can do with math or anything like that is two plus two. that's good enough (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know but you know I know that there's a lot of knowledge and formulas and things that you guys have to know and uh, laws and different things and so I really applaud you Deltrice for what you're doing for the community thank you which leads me into the next question Deltrice aside from the obvious profit motive you know you're not in this as a hobby you're not just doing it you know, not just because I believe this is what you were destined to do, but how does this organization, how does it change lives? How does it add value to your community? Oh my gosh. So I spend most of my time, well, before all of the questions started coming in about the SBA loans for small businesses, um, I spent, and before the IRS became a skeleton crew, I spend most of my time back and forth negotiating people's tax bills, their tax problems. And it is so rewarding. First of all, I love to prove the IRS wrong. (laughs) If if they are wrong, and sometimes they they are wrong. I love negotiating where um, people, I I hate, well, first of all, I I hate these commercials. If you owe the IRS 10,000 or more, da, 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 da. I like telling people the truth. Uh-huh. So I enjoy helping negotiate with my, uh, for my clients. And I enjoy, it, it's, I don't, I can't even really explain it, but I have seen, I've witnessed over the phone and in person, grown men crying because they are in this tax debt and they can't get out and they don't think that there's hope. I've enjoy just just helping that process through because it's real the irs can change your life <laughs> they can wow. yeah so that part is is just so fulfilling just helping people get out of trouble when they don't think there's a way out the irs they are like the biggest baddest collector of taxes yeah you people think student loans are bad People think that, you know, if if you miss your light bill or your cable bill, that's bad. No, if you miss paying the IRS, yeah, that's a life changer. So I love the fact that I can assist in that process in just, just the negotiations, just easing the minds of people that thought that they had no hope that, you know, they thought, well, the IRS told me I had to pay this amount, so this is what I'm gonna pay. No, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to come up with a plan. We're going to come up with a properly structured plan. Not that's going to favor the IRS, but it's going to favor you. And of course, I do have to have those candid conversations because everyone doesn't qualify for those um, penny on the dollar deals or um, paying less than what they owe. But a lot of people do. They just don't understand how to get it done. But on the flip side, a lot of people don't qualify. So I like telling the truth. I like giving people, yeah, this this is your reality, whatever that is. So so that kind of, I don't know, it does something for me. 
I love it. I love it. And as you were talking, I just, I think I just had literally a light bulb moment. You know, you hear of so many people who feel like their back is up against the, against the wall and they go into depression. And then ultimately there are some who have actually gone so far as to take their own life. And there's always been this, you know, this stigma out here you know, why would you allow taxes owed to cause you to take your own life? But when you just spoke about how you've seen grown men cry or heard them on the phone crying because they just felt like there was no way out, I think I just literally had a light bulb moment that it is something that weighs heavy on them. And if it is in fact, like you said, where it's like you, there's nowhere you can run. You can't hide from this. You can't just ignore it and it goes away, but they literally got you. You know, I can see as in the movies where the bad guy has the good guy up against the wall with their feet dangling, you know, they're holding them by their throat and their feet are dangling off the ground, you know? And so to be in that type of situation, but then to have, you know, that feeling that you just can't get away, it's like you just succumb to it. And so, Again, I applaud you, Deltrees, for being on this particular battlefield and helping consumers, um, you know, maneuver through it. As you said, some may, you know, qualify for pennies on the dollar or a lower bill, and some may very well may not. But to have someone such as you walking them through that process um, is amazing. I absolutely love that. Thank you. You're welcome. So. Um, I want to ask you a question and I'm going to ask the question and then we're going to take a quick break and when we come back you'll I'll give you the floor to answer that question but just really based on um, not necessarily things that are happening now but how does the social economic environmental technology legal political environment how does that impact your business I want you to just give us maybe one or two of those social economic, environmental, technology, uh, legal, or political environments. Um, how does any one of those affect or impact your business? And when we come back, Deltrice is going to answer that question for us. And stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back in just a moment. This episode has been brought to you by Ari Ash Glam. Ari Ash Glam is your one-stop shop for all things beauty. Ari Ash Glam strives to elevate and maintain beauty for all by providing simple, affordable, and unique items that allow their customers to command the attention of any room. Shop www.aaglam.com. Again, that's www.aaglam.com for five styles of luxury 5D meek lashes, six signature shades, of moisturizing lip gloss, and their best-selling hair growth oil. Their products are handmade, vegan, and cruelty-free. Again, www.aaglam.com. Use the code WARCRY1, that's capital W-A-R, capital K-R-Y, the number one, for a 20% discount off of your entire order. All right, all right. We are back with with Del Trees, 
And Deltrice is an accountant. She owns an accounting firm. She's out of South Carolina. And she's already, guys, she's already enlightened me, giving me some, just some really uh, deep nuggets to think about. Um, as individuals, as business owners, I think this is going to be an extremely valuable episode. You probably want to just kind of do a replay on this. Listen to it a couple of times. Make sure you jot down Deltrice's information. And Deltrice, I asked you before we went on break, um, how does the social, economic, environmental, technology, 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 the legal or the political environment impact your business. Just give us maybe one or two of those that impact your business. And then after you answer that question, tell us how to connect with you. Okay, well, yeah, that's um, a lot. And each of these actually, <laughs> I could touch on each. I, I'll do a few. Let's talk okay. about the, the tech, for, um, tech for a moment. So from a technological standpoint, my business is affected and especially now more than ever where everyone is supposed to be on lockdown, I call it. Um, so just from that standpoint alone, everyone that used to come into my office for any in-office appointments, we can't do that anymore, right? So in any business, and this is just, this has nothing really to do with with accounting or taxes, but for any business owner, your tech has to be on point. You have to find a way to connect with your customers or your clients from the computer. And it has been very interesting. Now I have been using um, video chats and, and having video meetings probably since uh, for six or seven years now, but my older people, my older clients, it has been a challenge for them to actually use the computer, like upload their documents to the web portal. We had the availability and thank God we did, especially, you know, with what's going on now, but it has been challenging for people that didn't or have not embraced technology. It's been a challenge for them to navigate in our current climate. So um, we have had to take more time with our clients to actually um, walk them through how to upload documents. And, and not all of them because, yeah, just most, for the most part, the older clients. Gotcha. Um, we, you know, walking them through the portal, getting them to come on to the video chat, press this button, press that button. Um, so we, yeah, so the tech part is very important and it impacts my business because if we, if me and my team know how to use all of this tech stuff, but our clients don't, then that's a problem. Uh -huh. Um, either we, well, the, the, our income would be deferred because no one can actually pretty much go into a tax office right now. Um, but also it impacts my business because, and, and this is, oh my gosh, I'm not even sure if this is um, the right thing to say, but a lot of times I have, um, when I hire people, the first thing that I do, a part of my hiring process is to go through a lot of tech um, tools that we use. And all the time it weeds out someone that's older that I would love to have on my team 
but they can't get the tech part right. Um, so yeah, it's the, that technological thing, if you will, and I have to call it a thing because that's how I feel about it. Um, it does impact my business a lot. Now, from a political standpoint, everything, because I am a licensed IRS enrolled agent, and all that means is I'm licensed by the U.S. Department of Treasury to represent taxpayers before the IRS in all 50 states. So from a political standpoint, every little political anything, it affects my business. It affects how I can actually represent my clients. It affects how I can maneuver in, in this space because of my license. So when policies are made, when Congress meets, I hold my breath a lot of times because I'm like, oh my gosh, what is the next ball to drop? Um, at the end of every year, tax changes come about, tax laws come about. Well, they come about at the end of each year and then Congress will meet again and then they'll make changes in January. <laughs> so everything, everything political affects what happens in my practice because it's going to affect some tax laws and all i do every day day in day out is figure out a way for people to minimize their taxes so i am just like on pins and needles when congress meets so that political piece is always yeah it, it's always there um I don't know. Did you want me to touch on another piece? Yeah, absolutely. If you've got one more, that would be awesome. I, you know, I have never really considered now the technology piece that I'm well aware of, but I had never really truly in depth considered the political piece. So that was extremely enlightening. Awesome. Yes. If you could, if you, if you could touch on at least one more, that would be awesome. Um, we'll talk about, uh, maybe the economics and I'm assuming we're talking about um, different levels of finances or yes. okay good deal um, so and I, I think we were um, about to touch on it pre um, uh, right before um, we started recording the business owners the business owners that are and, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm trying to find my right words. Um, <laughs> so, especially business owners, um, and especially in this economic climate that we are going through now, sometimes it's hard to reach the business owners as far as the reporting. Like they may have one economic status, but they are reporting a different economic status and even though I may feel that um, they're not reporting correctly, it, and here's the thing, if, if I feel there's something fraudulent going on, then I can't even assist them. Um, because of my license, yeah, I have a license to protect, I have a business to protect. Um, so there are times when I want so badly to assist a small business owner or a family, um, and I can't because they're not living in their economic truth, if you will. Wow. Um, 
that's the word I'm going to use, economic truth. (laughs) So, um, yeah, just everything kind of, um, yeah, again, I can touch on, you know, a lot of this, but yeah, just not living in your economic truth one way or the other. And, And that could be not reporting what your business actually makes. Or it could be living beyond your means. So it's not just, you know, one way or the other, but um, helping people navigate their economic truth is um, is a challenge sometimes. And, and it impacts me and my business because sometimes I can't take on a client that I really know that needs the help if they're not living out their economic truth. So Deltrice, I wanna, I want, if, if you could just take a few moments just to elaborate on that. And I know you're being very careful with uh, any type of terminology or, you know, uh, any type of negative picture that could be painted or just really misconstrued. So I really appreciate that. But if you could just elaborate on that, because I really feel like this is something that we as business owners, so the majority of my audience is um, uh, are young women, uh, business owners or aspiring business owners and I really believe that this is something that we truly need to hear you know I'm not an expert in this field but sometimes when it comes from someone that has the authority to say it then it, sometimes it can sink in a little bit better I can say it all day long I can scream from the mountaintops I have but hearing you know hearing somebody who's actually sitting down day in and day out literally with the IRS on you know other business owners behalf or other individuals behalf um, to be able to hear this from someone such as yourself I think this is absolutely positively necessary so could you just elaborate on that and I understand that you're being very careful and I appreciate that (laughs) thank you so I'll give you an example especially with um, these SBA loans right the SBA loans, um, because of our because of this coronavirus, there are SBA loans available to business owners that have been economically impacted by this COVID nineteen pandemic. Right. The SBA's job one is to get money to the small business owner. But the SBA's job also is to protect the government, protect um, their stake in getting this money repaid, okay? So the SBA's job um, is you know, twofold, get money to the business owner as fast as possible, but protect our interests in the government. So now the SBA is looking at your repayment potential. So I'll give you an example. If every year you've been making, let's just call it $100,000 a year, right? But every year, instead of you reporting that you made $100,000 a year, you're reporting $18,000 a year. And you're reporting that because someone told you, ooh, if you report $18,000 and if you have two kids, you're going to get four or $5,000 back. All right. So now you've been doing that 26 tax year, 2016, 2017, 2018. Okay. 
now it's time, now your business has really taken a hit. You might be at making 18,000 for the year versus making your regular 100,000 for the year. But because you have not reported, because you weren't living your economic truth, the IRS doesn't have a record of you making anything but 18,000 a year. But now you want to tell the truth and tell the SBA, oh, I make 100,000 a year and I'd like assistance on that difference. You didn't tell the truth in the, in the previous years and the SBA is going to look at your history. Now there are programs um, out there that will only look at your current year, but if you're in economic decline, that number is not gonna be a lot anyway. So you're not gonna have a big number or you're not gonna show where you made a lot of money this year because everything is, is shut down. So living in that economic truth is going to impact you because you may not even qualify for a loan because it doesn't look like you have the ability to pay it back and you may be able to pay it back, but because you haven't lived your economic truth in the prior years, now you're applying for this loan, it's, it's gonna be tricky for you. And everybody thinks that they're gonna qualify for either that $10,000 or those forgivable loans. That's not gonna be the case. Number one, that $10,000 is gonna run out Number two, you have to have had a certain history, um, economic history, in order to apply. You can't be in tax trouble. A lot of people were looking at, oh, well, I can just apply for that payroll protection program and get my loans forgiven there again everyone doesn't qualify because everyone has not been living their economic truth. So if nothing, if this pandemic alone has not shown you that you need to live in your economic truth and just part one of that is putting the right information on your tax return, because even though you make money, there are a lot of write-offs that people miss. So I would suggest getting with a professional, someone that knows what they're doing to assist you in that process. Did that answer enough of it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Deltrees, you have said a mouthful. You know, the I think people really need to understand. In the beginning, you talked about the SBA loans these folks that are reviewing you know when you get when you provide your data your information your financial landscape and they're reviewing all of that and making a decision you know i can relate to that having been in the mortgage business for 22 years i was an underwriter mm. and it, people don't really truly understand that lenders want to give you the money they really truly want to give you the money. However, that underwriter, whether it's for the SBA or a mortgage lender, whomever it is, they're looking out for the best interest of that company. Mm -hmm. 
that is their sole responsibility. Yes, they are, they, they are responsible for lending out money, but at the end of the day, they're only going to give it out to those people that, that they have looked at, you're literally combed through your financial landscape and said, this person is not a high risk. Right. And the lower your risk, the better the better your odds are of getting those those funds. And so this thing out here, to me, this whole phrase of free money, free money, to me, that's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I, I never thought of that, but you're absolutely right. Yes, you know, because we have to stop looking at it. It, it is not free money. It really, really, truly is not because there are qualifications that you have to go through. Now, I have not sat down and the reason why I have not sat down and looked at all of the qualifications and what you have to do is because I know things change. And just like I got up this morning and they said there is now a hold on the SBA loans because the banks, the local banks are not prepared. They don't have the guidance that they need. I'm not surprised in that. And that's why I don't just jump on the first thing running when they release these things, because typically the first wave is going to be crucial. Right. And so, you know, so I can't speak to it, but I'm thinking, I know with SBA loans, typically you have to qualify personally for that loan. So they're looking at so many other factors. They're looking at your credit score. Now they may not look at it. I know they have some programs that they don't look at it as tough with the SBA in normal circumstances. So I don't know how that plays out. Maybe you can speak to that in a second, Deltrice. But the, the point of this is, you know, you can't have lived your life. I'm just going to say it because I'm not the, the accountant. I'm, I own the show. So I'm just going to say it. If you have lived your life trash, <laughs> you can't expect to get high quality. I mean, you just really honestly cannot. So I think this is a telling time for us to really shape up on the inside we have you know i've said it a thousand times i'm sorry i'm fussing ladies but listen i've said it a thousand times we want to look the part that we deserve a seat at the table but that's on the outside we get we get dressed we put on our makeup we put on our lashes we put on we do our hair we do all of this stuff and we look the part that we belong at the table, that we deserve a seat at the table when really we are starving because we have made sure we look the part, but we're not actually the part. And when you build out your legacy, you don't look the part, you are the part. Absolutely. And so, you know, Deltrees, if, if there's some more information that you can give us about these, um, the, this, these SBA loans or any of this that's going on as far as the, the government, the federal government helping um, small business owners, you know, and I've, and I've told people a thousand times, you know, and I get it, they, they now have uh, parameters in place for um, contractors and, and gig workers and um, sole proprietors. This is, this, is, this is iconic. This has never happened before. You know, so they understand now that more people are creating their own income at this point. However, in creating your own income after a period of time, make that thing legitimate. So I'm I'm gonna back away from from my soapbox <laughs> and yell trees out. I'll let you speak. 
<laughs> All right, Karina. And, and you're absolutely right, guys. These, so things have changed, like things will change day to day. I remember um, two weeks ago on my podcast, I gave some information and the very next day, one thing changed completely. So here I was scrambling, going back. I put a face, I went on Facebook and said, hey guys, I know I told you, you know, da, 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 da. But one thing did change. So yeah, things are changing so rapidly. And, and the reason for that is no one, like even at the top, they put this law out here. They, they put the bill, passed the bill just to kind of throw something at the wall to see what would stick. And then they were allowing people to provide feedback later. So as people provided feedback and then the bill itself didn't make a lot of sense. Um, so they had to just keep updating the bill and updating the bill. So um, you're right with the SBA, they're not ready, but a lot of us knew the SBA wouldn't be ready. Um, first of all, when this, um, the Paycheck Protection Program, they, they call it PPP. When the PPP came out, the SBA had to allow the banks like 15 days to get ready to start providing these loans, right? Well, the banks, as of, I think it was Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday, they were on, no, Wednesday was on day 12. So they still had three more days to go just to prepare. <laughs> so they certainly wouldn't have been ready on today anyways. Um, same thing with the $10,000 loan um, or the, the grant as people are, are calling it. Well, that grant people, it, it was told, and that's another thing and Karina, you brought up a good point, not to look at or listen to the news so much because by the time the news, you hear the news, something has already changed. Mm -hmm. And what happened with the $10,000, that EDIL money, the first round, that money, that $10,000, people had been applying for that money since Sunday. And the media was saying, you sh if you apply, whatever day you, you apply, Three days later, you should see the ten thousand dollars in your bank account. And well, I, I and I want to I want to just jump in right here, Deltrees. Mm -hmm. I I heard that on one of the largest news networks. I actually heard that. So that is absolutely true. What you're saying, they did say that. <laughs> yes, people are going by that. So yes, absolutely. And, and guess what? Nobody has received their $10,000. Right. I have had colleagues, um, I, I stay in touch with a lot of my tax colleagues we're, because we're all in this thing together. We're all trying to figure it out for our clients. And I was on a call with a colleague on um, a few colleagues yesterday. And guess what? Some of them applied on Sunday and did not have anything but a confirmation no check, nothing hit their bank accounts. So it, yeah, the SBA hasn't had enough time. The banks haven't had enough time to prepare for this. Now, the loans, there are huge differences in the, the, the loans. That loan where um, that 
Paycheck Protection Program, that loan, yes, small business owners, you may qualify for it. There is no personal guarantee on it. Um, they're not checking your credit, but they are checking to make sure that you actually had payroll from the time frame that you told them that you had payroll, as well as they are going to continue to check. You have to report to them for, I think it's two months, your payroll, because basically that program is to protect your check. So if you were working, let's say you're in the gig economy, you get receive a 1099 for whatever reason, and you no longer are working, there's nothing to protect. Your job is no longer there or it has been placed, it has been paused. So the Paycheck Protection Program is not the program for you. It's now time for you to apply for unemployment. And yes, as a sole proprietor, as an independent contractor, as a self-employed person, you can apply for unemployment at this point. But guess what? Back to that history, you have to have shown that you reported some income on some sort of tax return. Because if not, if you didn't file a Schedule C or if you didn't file an S Corporation 1120S, you you're not gonna have a leg to stand on. How does your state know that you were actually employed? So that's something else, you know, you have to think about back to the economic truth. Now, another, the other program, so the Paycheck Protection Program is the one loan. Um, the other loan is that, um, it's called EIDL, Economic Injury Disaster Loan. That loan has that $10,000 grant attached to it. So if you have your paperwork, because you and, and there again, for that 10,000, they are not pulling your, um, your credit, right? Now, if, but, but you have to certify some things, you have to certify, you have to tell them, you know, check these boxes that what you're telling them is truth is the truth. So back to that economic truth. So you check these boxes, you tell them, you know, this, this is how much I make. And um, this is how my business has been affected because your business has to have been affected by this um, COVID-19, which I think all of our businesses have been. So that's probably um, not the biggest deal right now. Now, just because Let's say you do get the $10,000. If you were denied, um, let, um, you, let, me, let me back up because I want to make sure I get it right. So you apply for the economic injury disaster loan and you end up getting the $10,000. Just because you got that $10,000, let's say you applied for a $50,000 loan. That doesn't mean that you're going to get the additional $40,000. You can be denied the full amount for your loan. You can still keep the $10,000. It will not have to be repaid, but 
based on your economic truth, you may not be able to apply for the rest of the loan or you may not be able to qualify for the rest of the loan. So it's kind of tricky there. Um, what you can spend, like how, what you can spend the proceeds of the loan on, that's something as well that you have to take under consideration. You cannot spend this money on personal stuff. It has to be payroll. It has to be business operating expenses. So you can't take it and kind of just run with it. So it's just a lot of different moving parts um, to this, this package, if you will. And I, and I really believe that that is the important part of this because I, I really believe that you know, we talked briefly before we started recording and I shared with you that being a, a, a business coach and helping business owners build out business credit, I have received, you know, a ton of phone calls and messages over the years where people have said, Karina, you know, I, I need to build out my business credit because I've got to pay my rent or I, I need to build out my business credit because I have to pay my mortgage or because I have no money at this point and I need to pay my bills. You know, and it does not work like that. You, that. That is not what this is. And we have to be more mindful and we have to be more educated in what we're doing and understand that there is a solid divide between the two. You know, you cannot take this money, some of this money, different parts of it. You can't take it and just, you know, I, I know there's a strong desire to make sure our family is okay and to make sure, you know, our bills in our home is okay, but we have to make sure we are abiding by the rules and regulations because the last thing you want to do is is get into a situation where you're committing fraud. Right. Because at the end of the day, that is honestly and truly what it is. It is committing fraud. And it's and it's committing fraud in a sense that, you know, you have agreed to, you know, the small business administration that this is what you're going to be using this money for. Um, and they do have, you know, and, and as, and as I say this hesitantly, but I'm going to say it anyway, as, as unprepared and as disorganized as it may seem, please know that at some point they will loop back around and begin to check. Right. Yep. That, that is true. That is true. You know, so there is no, I'm going to get away with it. You might get away with it. We could even just say you might get away with it for five years. Mm -hmm. You know, but at, at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> the government is just that, the government. Right. Absolutely. So we have Absolutely. to be very careful with this and, and be very mindful with this. And, and I'm not trying to deter anyone. Right. I'm just saying be be careful with it and get somebody such as Deltrice that knows this that is learning this, that has the capacity to understand it fully. You know, I can, I can, I can, I can skim across the top and I can give you some shallow stuff, but to get deep, deep, deep into it, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't want to. Even as a business coach, as someone that helps people prepare for business credit and personal credit, that's just not my thing because this is something that can get a whole lot of people in a whole lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not willing to go down that path with anybody. Yeah, and, and you're you're absolutely right. Um, and I another thing I just wanted to interject with um, these loans, you can still so and especially um, so for example that paycheck protection um, loan, 
it's specific. You, um, most of it, 75% of it, you have to make sure and pay your payroll. Um, and then you can do uh, rents for the business, utilities, um, and all of that. But the bulk of it has to be payroll related in order for, um, because that payroll protection program, that loan is forgivable. And there's a certain amount of time where you can actually ask for forgiveness of the loan and qualify for the loan forgiveness. Now, that, um, that EIDL 10,000 um, dollar loan, you don't have to ask for loan forgiveness for that. And, and, and I say, of course, because there are some people out there that may say, well, if we can't pay our household bills with this money, then what is it good for? Well, there is a way, but you have to structure your business properly where you can still get your bills paid for your for personal things, but your business has to be set up in a way that you are paying yourself properly. Exactly. If you're not paying yourself properly, then you're gonna get in trouble or you could get in trouble. There's that fraud aspect. And yeah, people, because this money, because the industry is still trying to all figure it out, the SBA, the banks, they're still trying to figure it out. Karina, you're absolutely right. It may not happen this year, but it could be three, four, five years down the line where they're like, okay, now it's time for us to audit these loans. Let me go back and see who's doing what. And, and then they have you because the, the interest rates are wonderful. The um, You don't even have, when you get the money, you, you don't have to start paying it back immediately. The last um, thing I heard, I think it was like, you start paying it back after six months. Um, yeah, so they're going to, the government is going to protect their interest. Absolutely, and, and it may seem like, you know, six months is a long time, but you know i have been on the other end of the spectrum where uh you know in the 2008 economic downturn i literally lost everything literally um except of course my life but every material thing that you could think of i lost and so six months is not a long time when you have no income or very little income and so they want to make sure that that is not the case as they release these funds out Another good point that you brought Deltrice earlier was that, you know, people think that, you know, you get this 10,000, 14, however much thousand dollars, and that's gonna be a huge help. I can tell you from experience that, you know, $14,000 when you have house, a household to maintain and not just a single individual, even with a single individual, depending on what you have, but $14,000 is not gonna go a long way. So. You know, it, it's just simply not $10,000 is just not going to go a long ways. Is it going to be a help and a benefit? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you know how to flip it, you know, let me not say too much because Deltrice is certified. You know, but, you know, if you know how to flip that thing, then okay, double it up, fine, no problem. However, you know, let's not look at this and, and just get crazy with it. So Deltrice, this has been absolutely honestly a, a phenomenal conversation i really thank you for stopping by and talking with me about this um, i i thoroughly enjoyed it awesome wonderful well I'm, I'm probably going to be tagging you again to have you on the show in the, in the near future i know that your hands are 
are extremely full with everything that's going on. So I will try not to be that bugaboo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in anytime, contact me anytime. I can I can always schedule something out. I'm good. Awesome and awesome, awesome. So Deltrees, if you could give us all of your contact information, again, the name of your firm, how to reach out to you, your website, uh, any phone numbers, email addresses, uh, social media handles, anything like that. Awesome, okay, thank you. So again, I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson. The name of my firm is D Hart Accounting. So that's just the letter D as in David, H-A-R-T Accounting, all spelled out. So the um, web address is www.dhartaccounting.com. Um, I also have a podcast. It is called Tax Problems Solved. Um, that podcast is on Anchor. That, uh, yeah, that, that's the quickest way to look for it, but it's on Google Podcast and Overcast. Um, some of uh, Spotify, I think that's the, um, the most famous one that it's on. Um, my Facebook page is just D Heart Accounting. And my Twitter is at D Heart Accounting. And my LinkedIn is D Heart Accounting. So that's pretty much it. My phone number, 803-739-9449. That's 803-739-9449. And I can also be reached at info, short for information, at dheartaccounting.com. Awesome, wonderful. Thank you, Deltree, so much for stopping by again. My pleasure. Absolutely. And folks, I really do hope that this podcast, this episode has been extremely helpful for you um, and that you are able to really glean some valuable information. I know I've got kind of gotten off on a tangent uh, within this episode. I think this is probably the first time I've actually gone that far, but this is something that I truly feel passionate about, uh, mainly because I, I have you know, to some degree, not certainly not as much as Deltrice has had to, you know, really work with individuals and business owners. Um, but I've had to deal with individuals and business owners to a degree regarding finances and, and um, you know, different things like that. So there is a frustration, not a frustration where I want to walk away and give up, but a frustration where I just constantly find myself at feeling like I'm on the top of the mountain screaming to just let's get it together and 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 do the right thing and as Deltrice has said living your economic truth I really believe that that is um, vital especially I, I really believe that this pandemic has shown unfortunately and I hate to have to say this those that have not lived their economic truth I think this is an, an uncovering of those that have not lived their economic truth and so that is detrimental to a lot of people and um, what they're trying to do and where they're trying to go and, and different things like that so again Deltrice thank you so much for joining us here on War Cry Radio Go Be Great I do believe that you are the epitome of Go Be Great and you're actually helping other people to go be great so thank you so much for stopping by thank you my pleasure Karina all right guys so I will see you all on the flip side and tune in for another great episode on the next go round. Bye guys, thank you.
Hey guys, I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on Warcry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Warcry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions, LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our featured guests. My goal with bringing on feature guests is to bring additional value for you. Okay, so just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.